Welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, Scotland's number one health, fitness and entertainment podcast. We say that every episode and we absolutely are now. Aye, we we, are, for we are smashing four. it in Scotland, there's no one even close. And with that being said, we want to say thank you to you, those English listeners as well out there, because um, we're getting we're coming of for, support. We're coming, we're coming for the British we're title. Going, aye, we're going for the UK title, we might start saying that in the next aye, couple fucking podcasts. definitely. Today's episode is all about fat shaming. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it justified? We get into all of that. We're not going to put any spoilers in the intro. You're going to have to stay tuned and hear our thoughts and opinions on this. There is a interesting movement in the space. There's people like Joe Rogan who are for fat shaming and there's people like BioLane and Ben Carpenter who are against it. Who's right? Who's wrong? We're going to get into that and weigh in our opinions from what we've seen firsthand with dealing with hundreds of clients who've struggled with us. As Dale says, we're not going to get into it anymore. But one thing that we do advocate for, no matter whether fat shaming is good or bad, is mobility and resistance training. Now, of course, myself and Dale have built what we think is a fucking amazing introductory to lifting weights or even if you're already an intermediate or advanced it will propel your journey as well so it's a 12-week starting strong lifting program it is three phases it has mobility days it has foundational workout days and it also has access to a facebook group where myself and dale are going live every single week from now on and if you are close to airdrie then we will be able to get you up at on a saturday to be take you through the program and help you as much as we possibly physically can it is honestly shit hot but we also have a free one in the description below as well. Yeah, and uh, we spoke a lot about mobility in today's e uh, episode. There is a free lower back mobility guide that I highly recommend if you haven't downloaded, yep. get it downloaded. No catches, no upsells, no cost, just free, um, pure information that you can benefit your life. And we are loads of episodes in, but if you are loving it, if you're brand new, consider leaving a little five-star review on Spotify. And if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and click that notification bell so you know when a new episode comes out. Absolutely. And if you've got any questions for us, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Find me at Coach Crosser. You can find me at James McGinney PT. And you can find the Bulletproof Mindset podcast page, which is at Bulletproof Mindset underscore underscore. So with that being said, enjoy today's episode. Birthdays, mate. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> I, I said to my dad, I said, my dad bought me the journal and he's got me knee sleeves and that's my Christmas. I'm happy with that. I'm sound with that. Do I tell everybody about your knee sleeves story? I've seen your wee heart break in front of you, trying to get them on. Aye, so I got an extra small because I've got a medium than new. And I was like, so I seen somebody get an extra small and I'm like, fucking hell, man. Like, they'll actually make me bounce at the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Bounce out the bottom of the squat and uh, got extra smalls, man. Was so buzzing to get them on. And explain to people what knee sleeves are because I know we've done episodes way back when, but your value and the purpose of why, why you're training with them. One, there's a competition element, competition they're needed, element. They're needed in competition. No, but everybody else is using them. Aye, so it's a, but it gives you a slight advantage aye, that aye. you want to be able to train with. Gives you a slight advantage if you buy them the size that people are buying them. So they're buying them smaller, so there's more spring. So it's so they genuinely spring you at the hole. Like they're really hard to get on. So but knee, knee sleeves is just what you would imagine. It's like a sock for your knee. Aye, <laughs> wraps around. A there. really tight sock for your aye, knee. Really tight socks. You can imagine the stretch. Aye, and the spring that you can get. Oh for fuck, it. aye. So you put them on, and they just help you bounce at the hole. They don't actually. They don't protect the knee. They don't have any injury. Do you know that, what, what do you think of devices like the? 
knee brace, uh, knee brace, the elbow brace, your knee braces, the tightness that so, it creates. Do you think there's any value there whatsoever? So when you're wearing the knee brace, it's hard to bend it. No, that helps if you're not meant to bend your knee, like to recover. Hmm. So say like you need to Either spend, joint. you need to like spend like eight hours no moving your knee. You put the brace on, so it. it Naturally, you can't really get into that position. That's mm. only that's only purpose. It won't help your knee. As soon as you take it off, you're going to go back to your old ways and fuck it anyway. Do you know what I mean? You need to get to you need to train. You, you need, need to get to the root cause, or you always need to get to the root cause of the issue. That's what I. So, one of my pet peeves with shit like this is just do this because that's too difficult to do. Like, mm. for example, people won't squat. They'll no. leg press. No. People won't will hack squat. They won't and, and don't get me wrong, these are difficult machine exercises to do. But then the the other side of this as well, it's like uh, what I saw who was it? Who did I say? I, I don't even know who it was. I think just a random bodybuilder coming up my scene. And he's like he's like, fuck squats. He's like, fuck barbell squats. He's like, get on this Smith machine, well more comfortable, build a better connection to your quads and I'm like it's more than the building of the quads. Uh, it's, it's always the, it's so much more. I had a client in for the first time the other day and I was like, so we've got to be doing goblet squats. I want to see how, you go, I want to see how your squat pattern is. I want to see if we can change anything. I was like, do you do, you do any squats? She's like, aye, aye. She's like, you're going to hate me. I'm like, oh, here we go. She followed you for a while. She followed me for a wee while. <laughs> and she was like, I use this Smith machine here, there. That stops the day, <laughs> right? As I, done, 500 quid <laughs> is getting bumped onto your <laughs> monthly payment you for done that, any RDLs? that offense. You done any RDLs? Aye. She's like, you're also going to hate me. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. On the Smith machine. I was like, look, I get it. Is it a confidence issue? Shut a wee bit. Right. Fuck that Smith machine. <laughs> we don't go fucking earlier. That's for the wee gimps. Right? That's for the wee gimps <laughs> earlier. Gimpy gimps. Ah, yeah, it's for the fucking gimps. You hip thrust, you RDL, you squat. I mean, it's even worse when you hip thrust not in a Smith machine. I was going to say, like, would, do you actually see any value with a, right, a day. the Smith machine? Right. A day. I think it should be like a, a, a secondary to your, the rest of your Like movements. squats, RDLs, aye, hip thrusts, for aye, example. Aye. I Smith think you can do them on a Smith machine. Yeah. But I think it should be like a secondary option. Say, right, say you're really strong. You're really good at barbell squatting. You're really good at barbell hip thrusting, right? And you've got to a point where you go, right, be honest. It's I almost want, changing the stimulus. I, I want to uh, build my, I want to day really focus on the glutes. Mm. I've, I'm already, my body's working super well, mm. right? Everything's flowing. Everything's working really well. Do you know what? I'm going to add in a, a hip thrust on a Smith machine now. Mm. But that's when you're already good at the rest. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when you already... Get the skill first. Ah, you're yeah. already fucking super skillful. So then when you go into a Smith machine... C- connect better. You can connect better like an absolute tank. And then it will... You probably will... You know, you abso- be, they will be carryover. You sure. absolutely can, like... I... My foot's not going after. just a computer. You can isolate the glutes slightly more or the, the quads slightly more on a Smith machine. Mm-hmm. But that's what people get mixed up. You, most of the time, most people aren't only bodybuilding. But even that connection isn't everything. No. Connection is not everything. You've got the stability of tensing and bracing your core. And I think you get a bit of that in this the Smith machine. And, and let's be honest, right? Like, you ask MD, is MD wanking or their fucking uh, Smith machine weight? <laughs> See when people put two plates per side and that? I'm like, oh, shut up, man. <laughs> 
you know what I mean? I don't give nobody cares. Do you think people care about squats though? Meah, aye. Meah. <laughs> no, if I, I take it back, right, it's, it's, I'm joking. But people, like, I, I don't really feel that people would go, you know what, I'm actually so happy that I put three plates on this. Smith machine. Smith machine compared to a barbell. Unless your name's nope. Daniel and you work in pure gym, Motherwell. <laughs> you fucking love it, son. <laughs> the bazooka squats. I'll never <laughs> get over that. <laughs> I love you really, mate. I, I do know, love we, you. We love you really. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's not the same feeling. Mm. And it never will be the same feeling. No. Never, ever, ever. I, I remember one of the first videos I made in the gym was like, so this is the Smith machine. Very popular <laughs> in the bodybuilding community. My favourite use of this machine is and I took off my jumper and I hung it over to hang my jacket on <laughs> and then I went it's a load of shit get out of the, get out of your program but in, in fairness everything has value and where Smith Machine does have value like it could be to connect to a muscle group that you're like I think of definitely shoulder press and incline press on Smith Machine I, I think just the way that you're pushing up and even if you try and push down the way, you're still pushing up. Mm -hmm. So you're firing the muscle up more. Mm -hmm. And it can build a good strong connection to that. But I, I don't know. The, I don't know. There's just something to me that's more appealing to free weight movements. I don't know what it is. I, like to, for something even for longevity. That, Right. I, I don't, but this is for what longevity. I, I'm trying to challenge myself. I genuinely am. Smith machine's not going to cut it. Do you no. know what I mean? For longevity reasons, Smith machine's not going to cut it. Your biceps are massive, but you can't wipe your arse. Uh, uh, you can't bend over without back pain. Uh, uh, we are actually <laughs> extremely biased, like thinking about it. But it's, no, I know, it just, and, and I'm really, I'm really trying to challenge Smith myself. Machine just doesn't cut it for the for the feeling. You don't. You're just no building your body. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're no. I don't think it gives that empowerment no. that a barbell ever will. And that's why I feel like you should get to a skill level and then go right. Smith machine, we can add it in now. Yeah. See, I mean? see, in all honesty, Smith machine. I think I don't know the the reason why it was created, but I was I was imagine it's along the lines of it feels like a safer movement, and it's a movement. huge misconception. It's no safer. Your barbell squats and your Smith machine squats, two different movements. Mm -hmm. Where your stance is, what you need to do with your core, how you re rack, how you rack, it's all different, completely but different. The thing is, like, is it though? Yeah. No, but you should be able to like. How, what do you think? Most people who are going over to the spin machine don't know how to brace. But you still need to brace your core. You still need to but be aye, in control. You still so need to tighten that There bar. is the similarities, but the similarities with a squat and a, a, a chest press, when mm -hmm. you think about it, in terms of the, the back posture, your core bracing, how much you squeeze the bar. Um, but a Smith machine squat and a squat, like think about that. How many people... If you got doing a goblet squat and their shoulders tilt forward a wee bit mm. or they tilt back on a Smith machine, you can only go straight up and straight down. Mm -hmm. So that you, you've got assistance there. Ah, you're yeah. pulling. You're, you're getting, not, you're you're not, not making any better. And that's that's really the value of free weight movements. You get to learn these weeks. You're like, oh, I'm right up. All oh, my pressures is on ah, the balls yeah, of my yeah, feet. Yeah. Oh, I've got too much weight in the back of my heels. So you get to find that pressure. You, you could get a wee bit of that in the Smith machine, but you walk your feet forward and see bodybuilder guys. That is not ass to grass squats. That does not count. No. That does not count. No. Even some of you are still cheating your reps on that, which aye. baffles my aye, brain. They're, they're still cutting it short <laughs> and they could get the, the easiest depth on the planet. I know, I know. But it, 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 it was something that... Um, I can empathise with because I've spoken about a number of times that my first time squatting was on the Smith machine. Mm -hmm. And honestly... Have I ever used a Smith machine? I don't... 
I put no like for squatting. I don't think I ever have. Have you not? I don't think I ever. It's have. probably worth doing. So, and I done it because doing a free weight barbell squat, I wasn't confident. That might look like an idiot. I knew I couldn't be as strong, and my ego was too. I was, I was a young guy. I was right. like, I'm, I can, I can put. Why put when I can put two plates on a Smith machine, but I can't even put two fives on the barbell back squat. Aye. I can't. It's uncomfortable. And instead of going right, this is uncomfortable for a reason. Let me try and work around this. I yeah. just, I, you take the easy option, instant mm. gratification. Aye, aye. I can jump on this Smith machine, and that's where if that's you, challenge the opposing and learn that because in all honesty, I could go to Smith machine squats and get a pretty damn good workout. Out oh of fuck it, I could. Uh, huh? Because you've got the foundations. Aye, 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 the foundations already there. So if we are slagging them. And you're taking offence, well, get offended, man, because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a victim. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking victim. Like me this morning, falling asleep on the couch. Victim, man. That actually leads nicely into what I, one of the things I wanted to talk about today. Aye. Um, fat shaming. Mm-hmm. So, when was the last time we done the Obesity podcast? When was that? Ooh, really that was a good, really good while ago. Um, there's definitely a wee bit of a movement going with PTs just now. Well, what I'm seeing for the guys that I follow. Right, that's because we follow some specific people. <laughs> no, but I don't think it's even people that in Jason Phillips' group and stuff like oh, that. Like I that, see right? not, not a huge amount, but there's definitely, it's like we get to December, motivation's low in everyone. And I think people misunderstand when you say bring the pain points to the forefront of your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of yeah, your yeah. customer's mind. So bringing the pain points, is, it's like here, you're, listen, no judgment whatsoever, but what would you be saying to yourself in 10 years time when you're trying to play with your grandkids and and you're, you, you can't do some of the things that you can do today mm-hmm. because ultimately that's where we all end up if we don't challenge our daily life or weekly lives with some sort of resistance training yeah. I truly believe that the flip side of that is do you want to be in your fucking deathbed not being fulfilled in your life you fucking piece of shit ah, yeah, and I'm like whoa, whoa. Whoa. what is that doing whoa it's, there, it is an Andrew Tate style of uh, marketing mm-hmm. when I think about it because mm-hmm. it's it's like really preying on insecurities people. So anyway, I want to bring this back to fat shaming specifically right? because there's a lot of people that I think, let's be honest, if, you, if you're if you overweight, right, you probably already speak to yourself negatively. Yeah, You're not sitting there going, fucking, I'm class. I'm a sexy bastard. And, and see if you are brilliant all power to you but true love as we spoke about before would lead to more be- more positive behaviors that would lead you down a path of better health yeah. now got having a belly fat or more fat isn't an indicator of true health because right. we know people um in better shape quote-unquote better shape than us that is <laughs> follow the follow the juice right, so I, or I, I, mentally fucked or whatever it is that you want to do that so health is health needs to be looked at holistically i had a client in all day and um she was like, as I was talking to her, I was like, I was trying to like get in her head, see where, where she actually genuinely was. You know, that way, like, new client, like, just delving deep the real the real reasons why people are training don't come out instantaneously. Sometimes you need to, like, ask them difficult questions, different kind of questions. And I was like, where, where is it you really want to go here? Where is it we really want to be? And she was like, like, usual, I want to lose that bit of belly and all that. And I'm like, no, I get that, I get that. But I'm like, where, where, where are you getting your expectations from? Because these days, for a lot of like younger girls and like, oh, well, younger guys as well. But I'm speaking, I'm speaking to a girl, 
And she was like, oh, you know, it's TikTok and Instagram. I'm like, I know that. Like, I get that. So I'm like, so where is it you're wanting to be? Like, in your head now. And she was like, oh, I, I, I kind of want a six pack. And I was like, right, look, I'm going to explain yeah, this to you, yeah. right? The people you're looking at on TikTok are, one, anomalies, especially for women. I says, as a man, I'm going to hold less body fat percentage than you as a woman. Mm. If you put two men and women who are kind of similar, then the guy is always going to hold less body fat percentage on average than a woman by about like six to eight percent, right? So to, for you to get a six pack, <clears throat> uh, if you're not genetically like predisposed to it, which you would kind of know because you would have the activity level from a young age, you would have the behaviours in place. And I says, look, one, your uterus is here as well. A lot of women forget this. A lot of women forget their uterus is here. Now, you need fat over your organs to protect them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, healthy, a healthy body fat percentage for women is is upwards of 16%. Exactly. So, in so this, unless in, you're genetically gifted to be at 18% and still have abs, mm. as a woman, you're, it's going to be very unlikely that you're going to have them and you're probably going to have to put your health at risk yeah. to get them. So I struggle with this conversation a wee bit because Jillian being my wife and for 10 years and it's not as if we've extremely dieted her we've trained compound movements and we've got her abs and she she likes training core because mm -hmm. she she likes developing that muscle and she developed that muscle where that can come through at a heavier or higher body fat percentage absolutely it's not unhealthy and then i've met i've kind of had the luxury of training some other clients like um just over the past years like lizzie tasha and and, and a couple other people who are who have lean physiques or or lean abdomens right and it's not that they and, and here's the weird thing as much as that might have been a goal for them it wasn't the main driver of what no, they were no, doing no. because it leads that that and and this is was all conversation i've had with everyone it's like right okay you want to get leaner but in order to get leaner where are we at just now and can assessing calories with various different people even jill and i was like calories are quite low i want to, want to get the calories up um and jill's five foot so height and everything like genetics play a part um we meet somebody like heather who's fucking a, she's she'd be sitting in the gym she does high activity levels um and has a lean physique um and and women might say it's like right okay that's what i want Aye. it's like right cool that's good to have as a goal mm -hmm. but with navigating the conversation that like quick somebody been doing it for seven years that's like what, can, so can we get to that that's what i explained to the girl i says so one you've already got a harder than man of a six-pack i said see these people you're looking at have years and years and years under the belt of some sort of training yeah it's either weight training dancing because a, a lot of girls danced and especially in america they're like cheerleading and all that like spritz that what you want to do you wish you were brought up in america Mate, i'd love that api but they have, they are predisposed to so much more sport over there, mm. which is high intensity, like sprinting, running. We we don't really get that here. We do some cross country in the fucking field across the road for the school. Mm. They have everything set up. So these girls on like TikTok, they've been training for an extended period amount of time with good nutrition. Do you know what I mean? They have like, so Jillian, training well for so fucking long. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Eating well for so long. It's, there's no wonder how her abs are so... Like it's not an eight week process. No, it's, it's not. No. This is. I think this is the thing to like. And it, it's very not, screwed. It's, it, it's not even ten years of. Oh, I kind of got to the gym. Like I kind of want to get that. It's, it's consistency. It's, it's fucking very, genuine. It's good, fucking solid. smashing yeah. it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like if I, if I look back at Jill's training since she moved to like morning training, that's somebody who's showed up consistently, minimum three times a week, mm -hmm. and loves it. 
and wants to go. So like five times a week is her sweet spot. Right. Now, she wasn't always that five, five times a week. Sometimes it was three, sometimes it was four, sometimes it was six. Like, it goes through. And the good thing, phases. this is what I love about phases, because she tries all these different methods of training. Some directly train her abs, some not so directly train her abs. And she's like, I feel pretty lean from right. strong type of training. What's that all about? And then it's been quite good to watch her go through some of the programs that I've done as well, because it's made me a better coach in a way. Right. Um, the thing with TikTok influencers back to like a couple of episodes ago, like they're also modifying how they look as well. When Aye. you think about it, like the Courtney Black situation, she's editing her picture. I'm not saying everyone edits their pictures, but they're taking it in good light and they're taking it with Aye. a pump. They're taking it with a good camera crew that changed the color grading a wee bit, whatever it is, even if it's only a slight change or slight tint of saturation up in a video, it makes the definition look a hell of a lot more. Mm -hmm. Now, average human beings, there's always going to be outliers, but you consistently showing up to the gym, you separate yourself from that average herd of people of what yeah. you see down the high street anyway. Yeah. That doesn't mean it needs to look like someone with abs. So I think that's the that's the thing that... Um, no, it doesn't. Someone like... When, but if when someone's I going, about, I want abs, I go the process to get there. For them, it's maybe been 10 years of... Aye, like, so it's longer time. For you, like cross country before. So you had a... Before you even started training, before I started, I played football for years. Mm. Years and years and years. And... You got to like actually consider. Oh, some people did need the earning that yeah. for years and years and years, and then expect a year, two years of training to get them abs. So I remember somebody saying to me in my show, he's like, "Man, you've got some good genetic um, uh, gift for your abs," and I was like, "Oh, thanks." And then I, I was like, "No, no it's I, work." I, for I don't. Since the age of third year in high school, I done at least fifty sit ups every <laughs> single night. That fucking out of pure obsession, Aye. right? And this is the other thing as well. They can, there's un, I've had abs at unhealthy points in my life, absolutely, and I've had abs at much healthier points in my life. Absolutely, it does not define the health outlook. No. Um. So flipping this back in its head, the whole, body the whole, body, not even body shame. It's, it's generally as like fat shaming body image, and that is a as as a subject we spoke about before, and it, it can be quite complex when you get into it. But mm. I want to talk about it from the stance of like. What do we think as coaches going out and making a post and thinking, here, you're a fat bastard. Aye, you get Fucking saggy tits. Aye. Come on, that's not good enough, get it? Because it's falling in deaf ears. I think they know. Most people know. I'm not where I want to be. But what's a, what's a video of a personal trainer who's got life? Let's be, I'm not going to say anybody's life is better than others, but... We're in a gym twenty four seven, so we we're in the culture of that. Aye, we're we we're 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 round about health all the time. Mm -hmm. So we're constantly reminded we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do that. Most people aren't they? Mm. Like so, I think genuinely, with a lot of these people, right, they forget how fucking uh, they should be more grateful for the positions they're in. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm grateful for the position I'm in. I'm grateful for the health that I have. I'm grateful for the people who are around about me who do their health stuff. I look at other people and I know they don't have that consistently around about them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're coming in here, you're constantly speaking to clients who are doing well. Some not so well, some well, but you're consistently learning about their health. Yeah. And then you're consistently going back to like Jillian, who's always who's always looking after her health as well. Yeah. So you have a partner as well. And then you've got me and Gavin. Who oh, you're, cre you're creating a culture for sure. And but that's, people go home and that. they don't have that. Aye. It's like, it's like looking at everything on, man, I can never climb that. Aye. Instead of going, right, why don't I try the Tentle stairs first. that work? Aye. The stairs, aye, like aye. the set of stairs, you know what I mean? <laughs> so breaking this down, like I, I truly, because I put a poll up saying, does body, uh, does fat shaming work? Because I've seen 
before doing this podcast, I, I wanted to see like what is out there when you type in fat shaming. Yeah. Um, bunch of stuff from Bio Lane, bunch of stuff from Ben Carpenter. You had Joe Rogan. You had like various amounts of people. Um, Joe Rogan sitting and going, "Yep, it works because it's a motivator for people." That I disagree with. I completely disagree with that. I disagree. P- helping, I disagree with helping well. everyday people get in the doors of the gym. And I wouldn't say I help beginners as such. Like it, I've I've got a lot of newer people, but mainly the people that have came to me for help i've said this before i'm almost like the breaking point for them they've tried every diet under the sun they've tried every slimming world fad weight watchers fad they've watched all the motivational videos they go to all the fitness classes and they're like they i'm fucking struggling i don't know if i'm i don't know i, I don't think i can lose weight yeah i think i just need to accept that i'm fat and that's where i'm and i'm like right we need to really change this whole conversation because me saying to you right come on you've got fat around your waist that's not good enough you should be able to look down and see your toes and all this sort of stuff that's not going to help that person it's like meeting them going right here's let's understand why it's not worked Mm -hmm. because if you're trying to cut out carbs and you love bread then bread can we can all have bread in our life and that's where we miss the thing that's out there the valuable part of training is yes it helps assist weight loss but if we take the shift and the focus away from the weight loss part just now as a byproduct body shape body composition starts changing you might hold on to a wee bit more fat than what you originally expected but that's a much healthier outlook and driver towards breaking down those barriers and people start saying to me i can't believe that i've not really focused on losing weight but i've managed to lose like 15 kilo how has that happened it's like well we've we've not made that the main part of your goal Mm -hmm. because it's not worked for you in the past yeah someone telling you that you're fat hasn't worked for you in the past you telling yourself that you're fat and not happy has not worked for you in the past so let's meet you where you're at accept where you're at and go right what can we do what is a likely thing that we can do can you get to the gym twice a week yeah absolutely can we do what what's our movement like where what can we do movement wise and do about six thousand steps right let's start there and see how we get on um and i've got some mad crazy stories with clients losing a tremendous amount of weight without even trying and what i always say to them and they're like i can't believe this is this is great and like what i want to let you know is we've not even attempted a fat loss phase yet and we might not need to do one for another year because this is the long game that you're playing and as soon as you play the long game it becomes more enjoyable more fun like i always think of like the flip side of this with the guys who who go to pts it's about physical transformations and and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but what what does that look like once that physical transformation is over? Like, generally, what what does life look like with them? Well, you got to look at it, right? The word fat, right? If you're so, if you're fat, what what is it? You got more body fat on you your. You called body. me fat the other day. Don't go back in your word. Here. No, you're but, fucking. But you no, me skinny. <laughs> so, no, but are you right? Look at it, right? Right, look at the word fat, right? So, if MD's like, I'm fat, right? All you're telling yourself is. But people have this, when they say that they call themselves fat, it's like this really negative term about it. You've got an excessive amount of body fat in your body, right? But that's not the problem, right? That's that also co- that, that, That'll cause you problems, yeah. right? But what the problem is, is your behaviours, your habits, your, like your behaviours and your habits, right? That's your actual problem. So by you saying, I'm a fat bastard, I need to change. That doesn't change anything because you don't actually know what you're doing. You just become more. You're actually, you're, you're, act- you're actually just telling yourself something really derogatory. Mm-hmm. It's instead of going right. Instead of calling myself fat, it's like, what do I need to change? 
mm. right? You don't need to change the fact that you're fat because that's just having excessive body fat in your body. That doesn't mean anything. Aye. That doesn't that, mean well, anything. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. Having fat in your body does not define you. No. Because like, and that's where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm fat. That That's not, who, that's not your but identity. But I would say your behaviours and your habits and Aye, but your that, mindset that's and that will. <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, they are so much more in-depth. And when you look at them, you go, I can change that. Mm. You can't change the fact that you're fat by calling yourself fat. That Do you know think there's a misconception of what those habits and behaviours are, though? Oh, no, they are. So that's what I mean, because that's where it seems like Everest. And it's aye, like, aye, aye. right, I'm, 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 I might not be happy or I'm not happy with having this this body fat or whatever it is that you're calling yourself. And you're like, right, I need my habits to change. I need to get to the gym five times a week. And I need to do that fucking horrendous spin class. And I need to do whatever it is, crazy amounts of cardio. And I need to eat less foods that I actually like and enjoy mm-hmm. it's not that at all like no. there's more there's 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 a lot more to that mm-hmm. and that's where you'll be able to go back in this podcast episode if that's you and and find nuggets of information on how to map out a decent part of your fitness journey yeah and um, we've done a part one and part two on how to start your fitness journey so if you're in that mindset start there and you'll have a different outlook on it because we break it down very simply what was i going to say yeah, actually, like, actually, like, I get really annoyed when clients like call themselves fat and not run about me, oh, and no. they say that they know not to do that to me. Like, after a few times of talking to me, we don't speak like that. Mm. We don't speak derogatory about ourselves. If there is something that we're we're, we're slacking on, yeah, like, so if, like, by the way, I've not been as consistent as I had been previously, right? Why, right? Cool, right? So you know the reason. Can you change it? Yeah, yeah, right. It's no. Oh, I'm getting fat again. It's. I'm I'm no de- I'm not doing the habits and the routines that I have usually because yeah. routines fought, routines come and go. I was going to say they also cycle round the phase. They're higher in some months, lower in other months, and it'll always um, be the case. I think you said something like the problem lies in the habits and routines that there, but that's no that I, I wouldn't even say that as well. Like when you think about it, it's like oh, true acceptance is gone. You know what? This is yeah. This is this is stemmed from me enjoying a drink with friends which is a habit which is a habit this is me um get liking a takeaway wednesday thursday and friday mm-hmm. or monday tuesday whatever days it becomes this is me um i sometimes i know going out a walk's good for me but it's also good for me to sit in the house and watch tv so it's just accepting w- meeting yourself where you're at and going yeah okay right i understand it this is this is it like it's no it's no, there's no negative connotation with no, it it's no, like no, no. where you're at is let is, is is circumstances of what's happening in life sometimes it could be a stressful job so I'm, i think at the time where i gained the most amount of weight and it was i thought i was bulking to get massive and just and, and i was just i, I was just I was massively overeating calories and i didn't want to move as much i wanted to train still trained in the gym but i had a very unhealthy relationship with um my food and when i changed, i was like you know what i need to i need to kind of change this like this obviously isn't a, i don't feel good i can't walk upstairs without being gassed out I was like, this, is this really what health is about? And and fitness is one element. It's being strong is one element. Being mobile is one element. But the other part is like your social life and your and that part as well. So when people go right habits, I need to give up drinking completely. It's like, well, is going to cold turkey the right thing for you? For some people, it might be. For majority of people, it might not be. But I think meet yourself where you're at. See what you can do. See how you feel. Mark the behaviors. Track your track your biofeedback. Track your um, just basis like mood mentality because it's all I think we forget that anything in life that we do the two things that it breaks down to is your mindset being positive 
towards whatever it is that you're doing and your consistency of being able to show up. Mm-hmm. So if you can't consistently not drink every single weekend, then you're nobody. Right? Aye, but consistency generally can show up in the form of the first One week of every week. month. I'm not going to drink. Aye. Cool. That becomes two, that becomes three. And then before you know it, you're two years into this process. You're like, oh, I only have a drink every time there's an event because that's that's what I want to do. Or maybe you're somebody who goes, you know what? Like, I only, I only drink when we go out for meals or what, whatever it is. Like, there's, I'm not saying that drinking's unhealthy. I'm just saying there's there's health and there's unhealthy. Limits. Aye, there's limits to there's everything. Limits. Um, there's extremes to everything. Aye, aye. Just like how someone who says no to the alcohol all the time, that can be seen as unhealthy if they become like a very inward person and don't end up going out and socialising. So, so you're talking about negative connotations, right? This is what I love to say to people, because it usually comes into tracking. I'm not going to track this week because I'm going to, I'm going to eat more. That's right. I right. go, cool. No, I go, this is what I say to them. I go, right, you're not going to track, right? Why? Because oh, seeing that number would make me feel no great, guilty. And I go, that's because you're having an emotional connection to it. I say, by you not tracking, you see whatever you're going to do is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's you as a person, right? Yeah, tracking's no changing it. So, if you don't track because you don't want to see it, all you're telling yourself is, I don't like the person I am. Right? We need to flip that. You need to like the person that you are. And if also, also, you're ingraining a behavior in your system that not tracking gives you free reign to do the bad stuff. I know. And that's what I mean. Like exactly. Eating out for dinner isn't it bad. Eating, fucking... Drinking alcohol isn't bad. No. It's like, so if you are like, it's no, nothing about it's bad. So I say, see if you're going to go and you're going to do it. Track it all, right? And then go, this is who I am. Cool. Do I want to change it? Might be I. It might be no. It might be I like doing Like, as you say, I might like doing that thing. Mm. I might not like doing that thing. But by not doing that, you're telling yourself every single time, I don't like who I am. I don't like who I am. That person's not me. It is. No matter what your behaviours are, good, whatever, whether it's taking you to the life you want, whether it's taking you to the life you don't want, that's you. That you're respons- you've got ownership. It's and full ownership, but that's you taking ownership away, right? And then instantaneously, as you say, you're labeling it in your head if you're doing that. And it takes time to come out of that. You don't just wake up and go, yeah. cool. I've got that. Constant I, thing. It's a constant thing. But you need to go, right, do I love myself or do I not? Do it I t- love myself or do yeah, I not? Yeah, it took me my it took me majority of my twenties to go, right. This is um, this isn't bad or this isn't good. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like some things that that would come into the into my mind. Um, sometimes drinking out and then lying lying about the next day. I'm like, this isn't good for me. This and it's like, well, why how is it is not? It? I how's it not? One day I fuck up. Nah, that's no. Why no. is that a fuck up? Because I'm resting. Because I'm doing whatever. Aye. It's not all about go 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 go. And that's what I don't like about the motivation talk. Because it's Aye. like you just need to fucking buck up your ideas. Which the who's the person you want to become? Motivate, motivate, motivate people it's no it's not that people need more motivation they need they're burnt out Man. they're generally at a stage where they're like i've tried everything so i, lo- I love i'm a failure i love when people make the videos where like and i think you've done it as well you go right this hour walk for me is no bother but if i hold a 40 kilo plate it's a struggle Aye. right so instantaneously right you're a nice lean personal trainer and you're telling your client I want you go a walk. 40 minute walk's a piece of piss, isn't it? But then that person who's 40 kilograms heavier than what they possibly could be, it's fucking difficult for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that Imagine you were in a coma for six months and you woke up and they went, 
Right, man, we're climbing Tinto. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's fucking. And, I, that's and, exactly and that's, what it is. Uh, it's an extreme example, but it, it's true. Like I hate, I hate when PTs go. Oh, I can do this. It's like, well, I good for you, man. <laughs> what, what's something that you struggle with? Me? Mm. <sighs> no much. I'm just an all-rounded animal. <laughs> <laughs> what do I struggle with? Aye. Right now, I don't know. I guess in the last couple of weeks has been showing up to my workouts consistently. Right. You're a fucking loser mm. for no showing up to your fucking workouts. Speak to me, daddy. You, you, you're a fucking, <laughs> you're a fucking loser. Do you know what? You're just a fucking disgrace. No, it does nothing. Right? What the fuck is that? That's exactly what fat shaming is. Uh, Do you know what I mean? It's like if somebody tells me to calm down when you're like, or somebody tells oh you. Oh my god, I. The worst thing you can do if you're in a relationship and you're arguing is turn around to your wife. I've done this to Jillian, by the way, so I can speak from experience. And I went, calm down. Calm the fuck down. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you <laughs> Oh, don't raise your voice. I'm not raising my voice. <laughs> we all were like, it's, it's, and that's, that's funny to look back at, but it's, what's the point? What's the point? That one of, one of the videos actually I was watching and, um, which is a good point. It's like, we're experienced in this field and the arrogance for us to turn around and say, come on, man, you got this. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Aye. Fuck everything. Mm -hmm. Do you. Aye. On the flip side of that, there is a bit in me that's like, right, there's a bit of, as we said, we still, awareness. We still need to up and go. I mean, we need to bring awareness to some people and say, look, you, you're in control. You have more of this. Aye. You have more Hold you. yourself accountable. Aye. Not from a negative standpoint, Aye. but to a, 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 a bit where you're drawing a line in the sand and going, you know what? Cool. Aye. From today, I'm going to make a change towards this. Aye. It's no guilting yourself for the past. Guilt doesn't work. Um, bunch of, bunch so of. So said it right now, I will not be... Like, and we're talking in the sense of fat shaming, right? I will not be fat anymore. So people say to themselves, I'm not going to be fat tomorrow, no fat anymore. I'm going to change that. Instead of going, I'll be healthier. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I will be healthier. Yeah. Instead of, I will not. I will not be this person. I will not be this person. I will not be this person. That's what you're yeah. saying to yourself. Every yeah. time you say, or somebody's fat shaming you, you should not be that person. You should not be that person. Yeah. Instead of going, you know what? I want you to be this person. Slowly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I want you to be this not can, even that. Can you do this? Not even that. It's like who's who do you want to become? Aye. Like if uh, right. So you you go back to this and I was like, I, I want the abs. It's like right. Why? They actually because they get attention. They get more engagement. I was like, really? Is that what you want? It's like yeah. I actually no. Like, what is it you know how? It's like, it always to me it always goes back to. I just feel like I can't be bored doing anything. Mm -hmm. Right here we go. There we go. We're getting right, to right. the meat and the potatoes now. <laughs> right. So ah. Uh, our, our, a future version of yourself would be somebody that's got a bit of energy, a bit more energy and, and can look at going out to friends and going on a walk or whatever it is and right. going, yeah, I can do that. Because right now, amount of people that I've met at the start saying, I can't, I'm actually a bit nervous to even meet up with people because I don't want them to see the state that I'm in because mm. there's a self-conscious outlook. But judgment is hard, especially in Scotland, because I think you're like... What was the slaggings he said in school? Fat, we, we fat gay, we fat gay boy, we fat aye, specky gay boy. Aye, aye. They were literally that was it. The phrases that and was so we're raised up. Ones. And I was thinking about this last night. And um, I remember when you were getting called a we fat specky gay boy? No, I was. Not, I, I think I, the, the abuse I got was probably gay boy more than. I mean, just specky, obviously. I wasn't. I wasn't like fat throughout high school or that. Um, but loose was right. Right. And I said to Gavin when I was thinking about doing this episode yesterday. I was like, this has just came back to me when my stepdad used to say to me, I was called baboon because my hair was <laughs> up at the back. And he called my wee brother. He was like, wee fatty, right? And it was all fun and games and it was jokes and all that. But no, that, didn't, that didn't help him lose weight. No. 
That didn't help at all. Actually, it, it's ingrained into him. And, and he'll help me for telling this story. We were in a all-inclusive resort in the uh, Dominican Republic. Family, we were there with some some family friends, and we're sitting down. And if you've ever been to all-inclusive resorts, the food is amazing. There's an fucking love of it, it right? man. And we sat down at the meat restaurant, and I can't imagine what was going through Lucy's mind at this point. But he's only. <laughs> It's going to be daft. 14. It's mental. It actually goes to show you how derogative uh, and um, bad this whole shameful idea because it doesn't work. So he's getting this every day's life, right? And I, I, it might actually be worth bringing him on and, and kind of seeing what, he's, what his thoughts and experiences through this. But he sits down at the table and we're all eating meat and everything. And he goes, I'm going to become a vegetarian. <laughs> we all laughed at him, mate. Full family laughed at him. That's but I know was. he was at he was probably at a point where Break it, breaking. Ah, he's a young fucking boy. Like, I don't, I, what age did, would he's been? thinking in his mind, how do I fix so, this? I think he's maybe 13, 12, right? And he's saying this, and what's happening during this holiday? We're at the pool. He's got more body fat than 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 me and the other people that are there. And he thinks, ah man, I need to go I need to go vegetarian because I don't know what he's consumed. That's just been the answer to health. Aye, aye. And he that's led him down this unhealthy obsession with Wait, he stops drinking juice, he starts drinking water because he thinks juice is the is the devil and all this sort of Aye. stuff. Um so that that just shows you from a young age, and I know he's he's in a much better place now, but these little memories come back to me and I'm like, right, that's from family. What the fuck does social media doing to this whole message if it's just every single person and coach who you're like, right, coaches, they're the one, they're the answer to helping this unhealthy lifestyle that most people are living and you're looking at the stuff and they're going oh man oh, he's right I'm a fat piece of shit what does that does that change their behaviours nine times out of ten no Aye. you go to ask yourself why do you want to lose weight why do you want to make more money why do you want to change you got to like, ask the genuine questions because I think money and weight is the biggest drivers in society yeah do you know what I mean the biggest insecurities for people is their body and the money they make so what do you think of the people that have replied to this poll Hit me. And said, yes. yes. So I, and the poll said, does so fat I, I just think it's work? Na- I just think it's naivety. It's no, uh, it's no learning bad. They've just grew up in a household where they probably did get called fat. And they, this is where the problem arises. And you've, you've said it at the start of the podcast. Did I say exactly. bad or work? I think I said work. Aye, does fat shaming work? Right. So, so this is where, oh, by, I, I get fat shamed and uh, I go skinny. Right? Can you tell me everything else about you? Uh, why is it? Why is that all we're speaking about? Ah, uh, yeah. Do you look in the mirror and you happy with yourself, or are you just skinny? It's like the guy that you meet. We've all met this guy. Comes in. I'm a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I made a hundred grand last. Cool. Like nobody gives a fuck, aye, mate. Like, who are you? Like, aye, we, aye. we don't connect to aye. identities around. But I used very to like, subjective. If stuff. you talk it in the money sense, I used to watch all these people and I used to go, oh, I want to be like that. Aye, insecure. And though. then. Absolute insecurity, and then I actually like in the past year or so, like having a bit of a good relationship with you and my dad, and that and seeing them how like they're so connected in like marriage, and you're connected in marriage, and obviously meeting other people. And I go, Do you know what? How is a relationship with a family? How's a relationship with a friends? How's like let me, life let like? me meet their friends? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Are, are their friends good people or are they fucking pricks? Because mm. if you're friends with fucking pricks. You're, You're the, the fucking sex one. prick, aye? <laughs> and if you can't keep a relationship, right, and you can't keep uh, relationships with your friends, with your family, with your, then there's issues that 
No money can fix. No, no money can skinny fix. diet no, can no, fix. Aye, no skinny diet can fix. No, the gym can't fix. Do you know what I mean? This is the big thing. I that, want to know aye. fucking everything. It's the two things that people want in life, isn't it? They want to be financial free, rich. Yep. And they want... The body. The body. The body. And the other two things that's a big misconception around them not fixing. Now, there's a whole that's a big No, but it's a big misconception. You, you can show one thing, but miss the rest yeah, and make it look really good. Mm-hmm. You can make it now, look Don't get me up. wrong. Oh, they'd be great. Having both of them do go hand in hand Aye. with the right behaviours that you look in. That's why okay. we're saying, right, that is a top level goal result to have. Nothing wrong with that. But the people who are pushing it, break it are down. they the happiest? Aye, break it down. In, aye, that's the thing. The people the that only, are selling the dream is like, the, 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 why do you need to sell this so hard? Then? Aye. Aye. You know what I mean? And this is why uh, we speak, We spoke about it in Gavin's podcast, so that will probably be out on the day after this episode, if you're listening on the day of the release, where we're talking about how to become a good PT. Mm-hmm. And the people in mentorships and things like this is, is selling the dream life. Yeah. And it's all about the hard sell to when you are signing up clients. Yep. When we're trying to get new clients, no doubt about it. It's kind of hard to kind of pitch to someone because you, you're, you've you not got confidence in the self of, the, of your product that you deliver. Yep. But as you get more into your journey, I'm confident that my sales calls, quote unquote, don't view them as sales calls similar to you. I like I like seeing them all look here. This is a, Can I help you? a a consultation call. I just want to see like we might not actually be the right fit for each Aye. other. You might not be at the stage where you're ready to commit this, but let's have a call and see where you're at. Aye. And the questions we're asking is like fuck the fat goal. Like I I, th- I think back to like some of the early questions. Like what 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 do you want to PT for? Why like, get in shape in the next eight weeks? Cool, no problem. Aye. Done. There was no deeper connection of why. Aye. What happens after the eight weeks? Aye. Why is it so important for Aye. you? Aye, oh, cool, right. I Aye. can help you with that. Right, let's go. Aye. What else do we what else do we want to kinda monitor? How's your movement? How's your how's everything else? Now that's where you don't have, you're not a therapist at the end of the day as well, but there there's things that you just naturally tap into in other parts. It's not I always come from a place of um love and empathy. It's like look, it's not my job to say, but um, if that's really bothering you that much, it's affecting your health, and I'm here as your, as your health and fitness coach to to help you with that. So, uh, like like you, that is not a therapist. When I do ask people and they do come up with some strong things, the only thing that tells me is it's going to be a slow process. Yeah. That's like I, like I try and not get involved. Like I've been the guy that's been involved and yeah. like asking them their problems when they come in. I think everybody does it to start. It's no good way to be because it only leads them to leech onto you, and you leech onto each other, and you're like. It kind of, you kind of, you get it done half it. Do you know what I mean? Because we're human, human beings. You're, 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 you're wanting to help them, but at the end we're, of the day, we, we need to get. We'll, we some connection. Th- we, uh, we do. Uh, the, the more That's why lockdown was shit for everybody. The longer you're a PT, you understand. I can't help them with that, mm. but I can help them with this, and it might end up helping that. Yeah, yeah. You hope so, and I don't even know what my point was there. It's just it's it's the it's the whole kind of integrity piece between Aye. you and the. In the in the call, or you and the the person who's getting into the health and fitness, mm-hmm. like we're not turning around going right. Ah, you're right. Ah, I can see through the camera here. Yep, but a bit fat face. Yeah, the fucking disgrace. I like why judging guilt doesn't lead to that, and that's where when kind of looking at what research has been done, it's quite mad. Uh, ben Carter shared the one, which was two groups of people, and they got them to watch a dem- a video on. Basically, it was a video with somebody talking to a made-up fat audience, right? Yeah. Or, or heavier audience. And it was like, you're a disgrace, you're this, you're that. And they followed those people for 12 weeks after, or 10 weeks after, I can't remember the exact one. Those people just took a fucking leather onto for like 30 minutes of somebody talking up, t- telling them 
they need to be better, why they're not showing up themselves. Try to guilt them into this process, judgment, all that sort of stuff. The group of people who ate more food over the, the next eight, ten weeks, whatever the length it's of the time cope. was. They right? needed to cope. Aye, because they, they leaned into it. It's like, fuck, stress, stress, stress. The other group of people, they educated them on, here, if you get more fat on you, it's no good for your health, it's no this. That group of people also then stress it. I don't know if stress eating would be the right word for it, but consumed more calories, if not the same amount of calories. So it's fascinating that we know we're in a we're in a world of information at our fingertips to Google what the answer is. The confusing thing is that so much it seems like a, a such a mountain to climb mm -hmm. and we need to break it down to little simple barriers. And that's why I wanted to bring it up and that's why I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Because if you are sitting there and you you know somebody that's struggling and you see them trying and trying and trying, then honestly send them this episode because we start small. Start with the fitness journey episode as well. Mm -hmm. Like you start with the behaviours of what can you do? Um, I had Martin in last night and again and he's he comes to me just because he's not been to the gym for the last couple of days. I'm sure he won't mind me sharing this part where it's like, right, I've not been to the gym the last couple of days. I feel like a bit of a failure. Mm -hmm. I was like, what did we set out that November was going to be? Want to be the most consistent you've ever been with the gym. We set the goal of hitting three days a week in the gym. He hit Monday, Wednesday, Friday. The next week he hit Wednesday, Friday. The next week he hit Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. The week after he hit uh, two days, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking awesome, man. I was like, you look at December. December, you uh, look at uh, October. I was like, October, you got in like five times. I was like, you just smashed like, 12 to 14 sessions out. And then I looked at it and I was like, here. You never missed a Wednesday in the whole month of November. Uh, November. So I went back in his diary, way back to July. I was like, July was the last time you showed up for yourself on a Wednesday. That's where that's where we're starting, mate. Right, let's talk about December. It's all or nothing mentality. Aye, though. Aye, we, that, did we speak about that last time? A wee bit we touched on it, but you're right. It's, and, and that's what I said to him. I was like, you, I think we don't need to be all in or all out. Sometimes we can just be whatever. In the middle. So a strategy you can do for December, which I've, I've done with, with Martin, I was like, Let's change it up. Let's make it fun. Because mm -hmm. if you just show up to that gym, that's all I care about. What would make, like, what's kind of style you're doing? He's like, I did like bodybuilding sleep train. Cool, let's do it. Boom. Made that program for him. Um, He's got it to follow the weekend. And then what we saw was the weekends was tripping up his consistency with it. So I was like, right, we've never worked out in the weekends. Normally golf is where the weekends are. Weather being crap, he's kind of searching for this outlook of, ah, fuck it, I'll, I need just, I'll do something else. So it's like, right, let's make the workout the weekends and it'll be interesting to see how that works for him. So we're like, every Saturday morning, the first thing you do before you do anything in that day, let's see if we can get down to the gym and just talk me through what's going through your mind in that. Mm. I was like, I don't care how late you do it, don't care how late you wake up, but let's start there. Because if you build that there, it's hard to fuck up your weeks because you go to work. <laughs> you you kind of need to do your day. day yeah, you, you, know need, I mean? you need to work. Aye, whereas the weekend, there's no consequences. You sleep in and it's like, ah, fuck it, I'll just miss it. It's all right. I, I've just been telling my clients, look, are you going to go? Yeah. Are you going to drink a little bit more? Yeah. Cool. You're going to gain a little bit of weight. That's cool. Like, that's just how we're going to go. Like, And uh, if, if you want to, like, we'll map, I'm telling them we'll map out the rest, like, because we were talking about the other day and... I'm actually going to, like, we're going to, I'm going to start doing that very, very soon. I'm going to get it built yeah, up. To make reviews. I am going to map it for people so they know exactly where they're going. Mm. And like, I'm going to try and make McCall's knowledge as possible. A lot of people will be scared when they hear they're going to gain weight. But the fact is, you are. It's fucking, like, unless like you, you're carrying a lot of weight, you could like at this time of year lose. It's going to, is it the time to lose weight? Probably not. 
Some people can, yeah, absolutely. Most people are in that way, right? Until you get, until they become, and even then, see, even if you're in that way, you're probably still going to gain a little bit. See, with some of my clients, what I've been doing with them for uh, the past year is getting them to consistently weigh themselves. And when it's gone up, I went, cool, it's good. When it's gone down, I'm like, cool. It's good. Dad, dad. I'm trying to match the same level of Aye, energy same to the up and the down Aye. to say, this is what I expect. This is just this is what your body's going to do when we're do we're increasing your calories. But here, what I'm interested in is this part. Mm-hmm. Look at that barbell squat, man. Look mm-hmm. at that. Look Aye, at that. That's, change, that's stronger. Change the and they're focus. like, why, why is that so important? It's like, well, look where you're at now. You're eating. I had the fact I was sent to Ian last night. I was like, you're eating 1,200 more calories or something like that when you first came to me and your weight's down and you're maintaining that weight I was like so guess what we can do your cut we can cut him at 2,600 calories as a deficit when he had done I can't can't remember if it was Slimming World or Weight Watch or whatever one that he'd done before and he's seen a a shit ton of weight and when we kind of broke down the calories it was probably looking at 1,600 calories Mm. so he's now built his metabolism up in this course of don't get me wrong like 8 months but he's in a position where I was like been playing this game for a wee while it's probably let's bring them down for January because um, it's hard to eat a lot of food as you know it's just as hard to eat less food it's fucking difficult I've had a few messages since that <laughs> it's like, how can you eat more food <laughs> fucking lucky you ah yeah fuck off but it's just it is what it's it is it's, it's, you, your body's only doing what you've told it to do aye, right? aye. and I think that's the that's the part there should be no guilt no judgement behind I was like, don't, and it's hard just to say that to someone but you need to get in a deeper list of why are you judging yourself I think I'm just trying to tell my clients consistently, look, this is how it is, this is how it is, this is how it is, this is how it is. And every time they go, this is how it is. But, blah, 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 blah. And then I say it again, they go, cool. And then it lasts a bit longer. Then they go back to the butt. You'll always go back to the butt. Until you fully understand it. Yeah, if you're sitting listening and going, I can't But nah, that that doesn't work for me. I need to be told I'm a, it's beast mode. It's time to go, get after it. I've had so many clients that have came to me and because that was the type of coach that they've been to before, where there was like replying to their stories and night out going, I hope that's diet juice that's in there. I hope that's this. And they're they're trying to do good. But what they don't realize is that client then feels the need to lie and hide about things. And look, I've, I know clients will lie to me sometimes. Right. But if I can get to a place where I'm like, here, there's no judgment. I don't care if you have a McDonald's for breakfast at Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What I need to know is why, like understanding why. And if that's something that you need in your life, cool, let's go to it. But if it's if it's an escape and a release from something else because you're in agony and you didn't sleep well from the workouts, then I need to maybe change your workouts. I, like this is where it's no judgment. It's just, it's giving me a perspective of what does health look like for you? I, I had a client message me today, like hadn't held for all week. And I was like, mm, wonder how she is. Um, no like her message. I was like, look, what's happening? I, I want you to speak to me as much as you possibly can today. And she was like, to be honest, had a bit of a shite week, blah, 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 blah. Went out at the weekend. Obviously, I've not had much time, but luckily I'm finishing placement, so I'm going to be able to go back. And she said, I'd have blow it on Monday. I just didn't want to tell you because I, I thought you'd be unhappy. I just messed her back. I was like, when have I ever been unhappy with you? I was like, I wouldn't, I, I was actually, I, if you ever do feel like that, I want you to let me know. I was like, I, I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know everything. Mm-hmm. If I know everything, I can give you some advice going forward and we can speak about it. And uh, she was like, oh, yeah, look, I'm actually fucking so glad you said that, blah, 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 blah. Now, if I'd said to her, get a fucking grip, get back on it tomorrow. You know what I mean? Monday, it's grind time. Am I helping her or am I putting her off for fitness yeah. for life? Yeah. Putting her off for fitness for she life. she then goes, um, maybe I'm not ready for this. Aye. And then she goes away for it and says, right, 
I'll come back to this when, when I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm. How how frustrating is that to hear as a coach? Aye, aye. And that's why, like, you see a lot of the stuff during the winter periods. It's like, come start, on, start now, come on, aye, start aye. now. And, and there's a good message in that. The earlier you start, the better things are going to get. But why are so many people not starting? It's because of that. They think they're looking at fucking Everest. And going, I can't climb that yet. So I, I would need to train five times a week. You know, um, I, somebody actually said that to me the other day. I was like, well, well I don't. Why? Why you train twice? Do you know what I mean? It was, like, it was a consultation call. She said, I don't know if I'm ready for this. You know? I was like, what are you expecting mm. us today in December? I'm like, I know you're going to be like, it's probably the weirdest time to start. I'm like, I want you to train twice a week in the gym. Yeah. I done like, that way. Right. And I was like, that's it. I said, you don't, you don't, you've never trained before in your life. Mm. Never. I was like, I want you to train once or twice a week. That's it. That's what I'm like with, with, with Matt when I was saying on Gavin's podcast where had a client who came to me and um, had a triple heart bypass, really lacking confidence um, in the older years of his life, hasn't really uh, done much in the last maybe 10 years, approaching 60. And he came in, he said, I really, I know I need help. I know something needs to change. I just don't know where I need to start. So I sat down and we kind of talked about things and I was talking about my love for resistance training and how powerful could we be. He then left that and I almost gave him too much information because he aye. left and he's like, I've spoke to the wife. I don't think it's the right time for me to do this. And I replied and I was like, maybe we've kind of, maybe the, maybe you think we're going to go as much as that's where I want you to get. Right now we're starting with simple mobility stuff. I was like, look, come round. Let's run through a wee taster session. I said, even for the month, if you're happy to try this out for the month, if you're not happy by the end of it, then cool. Mm -hmm. uh, no loss. At, at the very least, you get to train for free. Yeah. So he came around in that and we done, he came and he's like, I fucking pulled my back as well. And I'm like, that's cool. I was like, movement is medicine. And we done mobility stuff. And he's like, oh, he's like, and he was saying words like, oh, fuck it, how's this so hard? And it's so stupid. And I was like, <laughs> People don't value mobility stuff, mate. Aye. And I was like, this doesn't seem sexy. But I says, watch what happens in the space of a week and a half. Mm -hmm. Seen him last night. So this is as a guy, this is at the end of the second week. He couldn't lift his hands above his head, mate. Aye. And he's doing resistance band up and overs. He's like, I feel feel good. I'm walking about good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is what it's about. Mm -hmm. And what he's done is three mobility exercises every day that takes him four and a half minutes. And what happens when you feel good and you're not getting shamed? You fucking do more. Exactly. You wake up like I here we fucking came go. Came me in, in Thursday and I said like, here we fucking I, go, I said, man. We might not we might not touch weights for December. Might just generally be resistance bands. Mm -hmm. And then on Thursday we done or Tuesday we done the assessment with weights, and on Thursday we done an actual weights workout. And he's like, ah, didn't think I'd be here this quick. Aye. I was like, it's not about how quick we do it. <laughs> it's about how little we can do and get the most return on it. But it just shows you like what we're doing is working. So sometimes I get a wee bit imposter syndrome because like. The, the way we structure our new clients, it right, our workouts. No, but it's not even that. It's like very simple workouts, and I look at it and go, "That's so fucking simple, right?" And they're like, "Oh, they're not sweating." And no, no, no. But then they come back to me. The workouts are hard, and I go, "Thank fuck." <laughs> <laughs> but then I have some people go like, "Who are like who are further along?" And they go, "They workouts too easy." And I go, "You're not. You're no daily workouts, right? No, you're not daily workouts, right?" With that, and then there's no intent. Aye. the mobility drills for aye, example aye, aye, aye. You can, it's easy to Whee! go aye that's easy fucking right give me the weights and it's like weights isn't it and, and this is a this is actually what I want to do for maybe a podcast episode next week but kind of covering off the ways that you can make progress in the gym so similar to the progress, progressive overload because I was saying to it was actually um, the client I had in 
and he's like, right, so I'm giving, I'm giving them the range of 8 to 12 from some of them. Sometimes it was 8 to 15. And I'm going through, like, the importance of this is, like, you've got a rep range to work up to. Yeah. And I'll control that for you. And it's up to you if you want to increase the weight or not. And he's like, right, cool. I can go heavy. I can go heavy. And I was like, right, I know that you've, I know that's the dog in you that you're like, this is what you need to do. Aye, that I want you to kind of quieten that down. And I want you to think to yourself that it's not all about the weight in this phase. Aye. This is just the movement. How low can you get a wee bit lower? Can you slow it down? Because that's going to reward you a lot better than increasing the weight. Big time. I was going to say, aye, so I, I generally know now that if I'd done mobility every single day for 20 minutes a day, never, never weight trained, I'd maintain all my muscle mass. Yeah, and I would be feeling what a pump you get in your I'd be, feel, I'd be feeling that, great yeah. at the end of it mm. do you know what I mean and if I had to say to somebody like trying to do my belt every day for 20 minutes and like eat a wee bit more move a wee bit more uh, or eat a wee bit more whole foods than you're eating probably and eat a bit more protein um, you would see massive changes in your body if you don't do anything mm-hmm. and you'd be like fuck off and I know now like what if the muscle mass of that I would keep my veins I'd keep the exact shape I'm in now if I didn't weight train for four weeks yeah. now. So one thing I'm extremely valuable for, uh, uh, grateful for that I get into that before coming into personal training because mm-hmm. it was the first thing I was doing with every client. And when I'd done the mobility workshop in Gym 24, I, had, I was like, man, people are coming to a class and they're expecting class. These are all class ju- junkies, junkies, mate. Adrenaline junkies. So they're coming and they're like, what is this? Is this just for old people? I'm like, come and find out. So I'd because I was confident in myself, right? Well, that's because it's I called it the mobility workshop, and uh, there was like, is this just for like, is this for old people? And I was like, no, come into it. So one of the first classes I done is that eight people showed up, or was it six? I was six people showed up, and I said at the front, I was like, if you're expecting to get a sweat on by the end of this, it's going to be a different kind of sweat. I says you're going to you're going to feel better leaving this class, not feeling exhausted, but feeling better in your range of motion, and. um I got them all to do some bodyweight squats and everybody's like, ah, ah, like it just all looks, these people weren't squatting before. And then we'd done 45 minutes of pure intense mobility drills. I think it was like 1990s, thread the needle, um, up, uh, it's like Superman holds, but uh, handcuffs with rotation and the combat stretch, those four drills. And the six people that done that that first week consistently kept coming back until I ran that, until I finished running that. Mm. And they were like, this is, I actually can't believe how good this is. Nice. And you've seen the sweat starting to break down on them. I was like, look, this is, this is properly warming up your body. Yeah. But also this is helping, challenging your range of Getting motion. Getting you strong. Uh, um, and I'm seeing that again firsthand with the, with the clients. And that's how I had a wee bit of epiphany like this week. Um, off the back of last week being kind of low mood and morale way, just not feeling well. You just don't mentality is fucked when, so, when yeah. it's like that but i was thinking to myself and, and as i got a newer client here i was like i'm not really advertised that Mobility. i'm still training ah, yeah, people and i'm like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of go hard on this this audience of people so it, it can be anyone can come to me but i'm gonna specifically target people over the age of 50 60 and 70 i want to get i want to get older people coming to me and helping them with a range of motion their energy and their overall strength for true independence in your life because there, there's a guy who in the space of a week couldn't walk and get in and out of his car and he, he got down the ground on a thursday session there 
in his 1990s. See, the first time we'd done that, I'm not joking. Struggling again. Maybe it took about three minutes to get down Aye. and three minutes to get back up. And he get down and I was like, ah, that was quick. And he's like, I know, fucking rapid. And he stood up and I was like, we'll be, uh, and I make a joke and I was like, we'll be doing the split soon. We'll be getting you dancing and all that. But it's true like that. And this person's self-belief in himself was so low. Yeah. And it's whole back to the start of this conversation. Me saying to him, no, I know you're saying no, you're not ready. When's the right time then? You're never going to be ready if that's the mentality you've got, you piece of shit. Come on, I'm here to help. I'm going to guide you through. It's not. What the fuck do you think I do? I know. Like that. And I know that's an extreme. I know that's not what everybody's doing, but shaming him even more would not have worked. Mate, what I had to do was they're go. No then, was, they're no maybe saying it in that tone, but they're saying something similar. Hmm. Do you know I guess, what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I've heard the shameful and judgment. I've heard I said it on Gavin's podcast. I've heard the sales scripts they're told to use. They're told to close a sale on the call. Close it no matter what. Give me your payment details. Aye, no matter <laughs> what. You say finish that sale before they finish. Yeah. Do you think people want to be sold to? What do you mean? Like they don't like getting sold to? No. Do you think people like generally want to be sold to? I don't even think most people even know they're getting sold to. Like if unless you come for like a, a that kind of background, you come in here and you go, "This guy's selling to me." I think a lot of people are already sold. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or the people who don't know that they're getting sold to are getting manipulated, aren't you? And this is the hard thing that I, I find when I read like Alex Hormozzi's book because he puts out marketing content in the fitness world, like um, the the skinny six week shred, I burn, right? burn, 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 because burn. it hits the audience, and he says something that. I'm on the fence with uh, integrity-wise. I, I don't know. I don't even know if you'd call it integrity. It's just like I, I battle with myself with this messaging because he's like, look, cool. You you can, might get your three people or you could cast your net and get 20 people in and take them through your process. He goes, your process might not be, like we said before, like market to your six-week fat loss challenge, but we squat, bench, and deadlift. We talk about mobility and that. And then I'm like, but then I'm putting out the message of reinforcing what's already there. Aye, aye. Like, is it better for me to fight against the message? I, I heard one thing yesterday, and actually yesterday I was like, that's actually, hmm, you know what? I can't mind who it was. I think it was Propane Fitness. Was it? Right? So they said, sell them what they want, give them what they need. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I've heard that one before. That's a good if, one. They, if they're like, I want this, 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 and you go, right, I'll give you that. But then they come in and you go, I'm actually going to give you this. Well, that's what I do with clients anyway. It's Aye. like the client's like, look, I want a six pack. It's like, right, cool. So let's just understand why, why we I want I to understand And it's like, right, cool. Okay, that's a, that's the goal. Like if we understand that we know that's a couple of years down the line because you know six months into this or three months into this, that mindset because the people that you've helped already shifts very dramatically. Yeah. Like everybody wants, like everybody has this mad expectation of an amazing transformation picture. And I've got a couple of clients who've got pretty incredible transformation pictures, but the best transformation journey is not know the picture. No. Like they don't even like, honestly, most of them. And it's like, Oh, look, I can see a huge difference, Yeah, but it's not about that for me. No, I can eat more food and not feel guilty. I can go out and not feel guilty. I can have more strength, more energy better mobility like it, we sound like fucking broken records sometimes but generally it's a healthier outlook as it's a happier outlook aye, aye, but you you see it all the time in bigger gyms especially people are so unhappy still to this day 
Doesn't matter how many times we've said it on here. Doesn't matter how many times you say it to yourself. Well, the podcast isn't big enough yet. That's our no, goal. No, we need to get goal. that bigger. Well, we need to, and and this is what I'd say. I know we've got some super loyal listeners, and and we do really thank you guys for tuning in every episode, and hopefully we can provide you with entertainment at the same time. Um, but share this with someone. Honestly, share this with in your friends group or your family who who generally are have tried all these different things. Maybe they're going through it and they feel fucking still miserable because if you're on your health and fitness journey should start to become a happier process definitely you shouldn't be leaving that going oh man this, i can't be fucked with this that's shite you gotta have low moods like i like, why why am i what am i doing what's the purpose in behind this i'm not losing any weight but then they forget oh i'm feeling better but a lot of people are only asking these questions that's what i mean you need to create the structure to, to ask that uh, so i so Fat shaming, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, and it's going to work for a handful of people. But I was just looking at the people who said yes on that. One of them, I would say, is quote unquote morbidly obese. The other person, the other two, so there's only three people out there, like still already 30, struggling with that. Thirty old people. I wouldn't even consider fat, and I think that's the thing as well. I think a lot of people are saying that they're fat, aye, they're not, and they're not. Mm-hmm. They've got a very distorted look on their health and fitness. fuck aye. Fuck I. Because of the mad expectations of what they see in TikTok and that. Would you put up the fat shame? Nah. By the way, that photo's not edited. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have questions, actually. I'll run through them because they're like funny pictures. Right, yeah, they're funny questions. Um, so they're all from Will, right? So shout out to Will Henderson, right? Right. They're all from Will. Aye. He's, he's asked a couple. It's just stupid ones. Right. We'll throw them in. Would you rather have five Willies as fingers or five fingers as willies. What? Say that again. You didn't say that. My dyslexia is coming. Ah, you didn't say that right. Would you rather five willies as fingers? As fingers. Or five fingers as willies? Five fingers as willies. I'd rather have. (laughs) I'd rather keep my willies down there. So So five willies? Bobby's in the hand. Willies in the hand? Aye. Really? You just got that. <laughs> Self blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> never need a woman ever like, oh, this is great. <laughs> you also get to come ten times. Oh it's man. Rare, rare for a guy who normally are one and done <laughs> for at least ten minutes. <laughs> ten days, man. <laughs> it's like that's me, man. That's it's me for this year. <laughs> I'm bust. I'm bust. I definitely it? ten ten dicks on a hand. Nah, I would five below. Five five fingers below? No, five wellies. No, that's five fingers down there. Oh right, right. Aye, true. Then, right, you just, the hand. then you've just got fingers everywhere. I think you're deadlift. <laughs> With some thick ass willies on your hand, wouldn't you? <laughs> like get them hard before you start. Can't them. <laughs> <Can't> bend them. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be good at the slap competitions. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, what's next? Uh, the, other, the other one was another silly one that was like 500 ducks. Would you rather fight 500 Dale sized ducks or 500 duck sized Dales? That hurt my brain. What? That really hurt my brain. So, Dale-sized ducks. Would you rather fight 500 Dale-sized ducks? Dale, so, the size of you. Right, as ducks. Or would you rather fight 500 duck-sized Dales? They're duck-sized Dales, obviously. Not easy. Because you're tiny, you put them all away. But I'm massive anyway. <laughs> I'd be a duck. <laughs> you're a duck size. Aye. Then, that was it. He wants to arm wrestle as well, but I am the king at arm wrestling. No, we are left hand. I beat you once. Once. Out of five. That's how it goes. 
We should do that again. I missed the wee challenger series. <laughs> I think we should bring Gavin in because then that'll be proper. Ah, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Might yeah. follow it, actually. Ah, yeah, yeah. That, that would, that would, that we would should be, do them. We that actually should intense. do them. That would be intense. So we might kick off the Sunday challenger series. If you don't know what that is, head over to YouTube, go on to the Bulletproof Mindset page. Me and James went head-to-head on a bunch of activities. So who could run the fastest? Who could down 10 raw eggs? That was and horrendous. Then the plank. plank at the end of it. What else to do? Who could do the fastest hundred meter? Jump the highest. Jump the highest. Um, arm wrestle, sled push. Your boy won every single one of them. James isn't <laughs> quite the athlete that he portrays himself to be. That, no, I won the. I won the hold. Oh, the hold as well. That's true. I won two. You won I, the plank. Did I? Aye, I don't know what you won. You won the plank. Did we count that as two? Aye. aye. We count that as one and one. Aye. You're not getting anything else. You didn't win anything else. Fair I won the hold though. But you also made me laugh, so I would like to redo that. <laughs> Plus, if we bring Gavin in, I think he'll make us look even better. Oh, aye, yeah, aye. Yeah. We'd smash Gavin everything, thank God. Uh, so I'll, uh, second place. We, we might kick things off uh, again with that. So if you've got some ideas, some challenges you'd like to see us go head to head on, we'll get it filmed, we'll get it shot, and we'll get it up on YouTube. Damn if you haven't watched bro. it, get it over. It's called the Sunday Challenger Series. It's a playlist on there. Definitely. Right, let's wrap up the episode there. Thank you very much. We hope you got some value from today's conversation. Fat shaming conclusion it doesn't work it, it's no it's not a good way to go so so be kind to ourselves we need more kindness actually one thing we never said on the fat shaming side of things one thing that worked really well for people in their weight loss journey was compliments you don't realize the power of a compliment even me and james working in a gym and saying to someone hey you're you're absolutely killing it you're smashing it and we could physically see the happiness in people's faces oh, okay. and we don't do it enough so if there's anything you take away if you see somebody in the gym they're consistently killing it you see them on a regular basis work up the courage and say yeah, I see you in here all the time you're, 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 you're inspiring you're me doing well. something that is going to be very wholesome is going to change that person's trajectory of your technique um, in that RDL for behind is perfect don't go that creepy <laughs> Right, there's a reason he's single, people. Right, there's a reason <laughs> he's single. And <laughs> perfect. <laughs> right, with that being said, you know what to do. Rate the podcast if you haven't already, and we'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>